This is the Oakland Podcast, featuring Morgan Brown and Michael Yu. Welcome to the Oakland Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Yu. I'm Morgan Brown. And I'm the Podfather. And I thought we'd start Woo! with something fun. You know, we're going to stroke our, I mean, stroke pat our ourselves <laughs> on the back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stroke our ego. Yeah, stroke pat our egos. And yeah, stroke our backs <laughs> and pat our egos. So uh, we, I want to read, read a review that uh, one of yes! our wonderful listeners has given to us. So if you guys haven't rated and reviewed our podcast, please do so. Mm -hmm. So this is from Savine Attila, who's an agent at our office. Oh, Thank I you, Savine. Savine. Okay. Savine, so local yeah. real estate. Uh, yeah. So she just, she's building a real estate team. Hopefully she learned local, a few things. Local, yeah, local, let's go, the local Savine. group, uh, Savine and James. And We're behind you. Let's Steph go. Steph and Steph, which is great. Nice. Um, yeah, I just actually saw them. Uh, they came to our uh, food truck event. That's right. I that heard that. Had, yeah, yes. I heard it was hot. It was hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's <laughs> Everyone said it's very hot. Yeah, yeah. Who was the food truck? It was a taco food truck. Oh. I can't remember which one. Yeah, I can't remember which one, but it was good tacos. And nice. they had like this taco Tex-Mex fry thing. It was very good. <sighs> and then they brought... No, I want tacos. Um, mar how, do, how do you say margaritas with a rolling R? Margarita. 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 Yeah, margarita. So. Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. So I saw them. So... This is from Savine. Okay, so you don't often come across a podcast where you're laughing at random dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. Learning that's, that's about us. the you best noise-canceling light machine for your baby and finding out tips and tricks to take your business to the next level. Morgan and Michael's energy, industry experience, mixed with their bubbly and fun personality, are captivating. Whether you're a new or seasoned agent or just want company on your uh, genuine people on a long car ride or a dog walk, you'll want to subscribe to this podcast. Isn't wow, that nice? That's, that's a, a nice great review. one. Woo! I mean, she we didn't mention you. Podfather, but it's we no big you. deal. You're I still like it to be. Dad jokes both of you guys. Dad jokes on both of us. Indirect yeah, definitely. We love you. We love you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Savine. So that's a positive. How do you like when you when you stroke your like what do you what do you say when you're pumping yourself up? What do you mean? Do you like? Do you actually do this? Hmm? I don't know. What do you mean? Like, how do you like? Let's say you're having a down. Let's say you're having a down day. How like do you, today. Like, pump your, yeah. How do you pump yourself up? <laughs> yeah. How do you? you pump ca I call my closest friends. I call my closest friends, right. and I'm like, I need a pick me up now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'm what not do they joking say to you? you. I'm not joking. You. I do that. I just okay. did that. Wow. Yeah. 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 I, I call my closest friends, and they usually pump my ego for me, and okay. then I'm like, Yeah, I could do it. You right. know, yeah, okay, but it's ah. mostly like you know. I mean, I mean, I had this today actually. I was not feeling the best, and I called my friend Kevin, and he's known me for like since we started. We started real estate at the exact same time, and I remember getting into the office, and he was there, and I was there, and we right. looked at each other face. We're like, oh, we can be friends, and um, <laughs> and I called him, and I was like, I'm did this, this, and this that's happening, and he goes, and he just kind of said to me like, okay, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna first like pump your tires and then I'm gonna hit reality for you. And then he, I'm like, that's what I want to hear, right? That's, yeah. You know, you want you want those real things. So I think that's how you kind of switch it over. You find the people that know you best. Right. So yeah, Morgan starts off and that's such a wonderful thing. So when, you know, she's been a little bit low, she starts with vulnerability. She's vulnerable with people that are close to her that she yes. trusts and loves. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that she right knows away. it's a safe place to do so. And, you know, if you don't, you got to identify who those people are. 
you know, and kind of because sometimes, you know, it's a it's a business where you it goes up and down and you go through lots of emotions. And so sometimes it's good to kind of have some catharsis with yes. a, you know, a really trusted ally, colleague, friend, family member, whomever that is for mm-hmm, you. And mm-hmm. then, you know, and then they know your people, guys. Yeah. That's my biggest piece of advice. Know your people. Know your you people. don't need a lot of them but you need to know who they are. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I what I've learned sometimes when when Morgan's called me. Uh, <laughs> I call Mike a lot too yeah. about that stuff. Is, is like sometimes people <laughs> just want you to listen and they don't want you to solve their problem. Yeah, yeah. so you're right. And, and I've gotten into that same thing where I'm like, do you want me to listen or do you want me to give yeah. you a suggestion? I actually ask that now. And that's a yeah. smart thing to do. So if you're the target of one of these <laughs> calls from Morgan or a friend of Morgan asked person. Yes, shut yeah. up. So you, you, do you want me to solve you, this? Yeah, you, you, you want me to fix you? Or you want okay. me to listen to you? Yeah. And I, then, I have some friends who that like they were having a lot of troubles in their relationship and then they decided to make a rule about that because they are both the kind of people that will immediately start trying to solve Solving. the problem. Yes. Right. And so yeah, they'll ask, are you looking for support or solutions? Now, when oh, one person starts complaining. That is good. Sprinkle the cheese. often it's just <laughs> support. <laughs> you know what that Please is? Please refer to the last You episode. know what that is? Mel Robbins taught everybody that. Oh, Mel really? Robbins okay, on yeah. her podcast. She actually said that. She's who like, is Mel Robbins? Mel Robbins is this incredible podcaster who does like business-related lifestyle podcasts. And okay. she's a speaker. Motivational she's an incredible speaker, right? yeah, right. businesswoman. She's so great. If you do not listen to Mel Robbins, I, li- I listened to her today. I listened to her about vulnerability and avoidance mm, today because I think people avoid a lot of things. Like they avoid the emails coming in. They avoid conversations. They dodge activities and I was one I was interested on what the psychology was behind it. So mm, he had she had a right. psychologist on. Anyway. What did they say about that? About avoidant behavior. It's very it's very normal and it I, I think it's easier to avoid than not oh, to. Absolutely. It just shared a little bit of knowledge on you know what those acts are. What are you avoiding? Sometimes I'll avoid my Besides email. Me. I'll sometimes avoid my email. <laughs> like right. my email or my Slack or because there's so many that you're like, whoa, it's overwhelming. Yeah. But then sometimes I dive right into it because you don't want to be like in a rat race where it's like you're always on all the time. Yeah. Personally, like what I've learned over COVID was no one's going to die. <laughs> like no one's going <laughs> to Well, well people, sure die people die all died. the time. <laughs> if you don't get back to them. <laughs> Let me finish my sentence, guys. Okay, okay, yeah, no know. one's going to die if you don't get back to them like ASAP. And I think in our mm. business, our response factor has always been five minutes. I've been like that. Yeah. And it got to a point where sometimes it's that's like, sustainable. it's not sustainable. Yeah. You know, people so. People have to have lives, right? People have to have lives. So I think, yeah, just avoidance in general. And I think, and you have to look for the greater thing. Like I think, you know, I was thinking about this is really funny about Priya and her passport mm-hmm. about avoidance. And I was like, what is the avoidance behind? Because people have like, Sean is like, you know, that he's avoiding doing a phone call to this contractor. Or Priya yeah. was, it's like that. Or right. for me, it's an email. And I was like, what is the deeper root of that? You know, like, mm-hmm. I find that so interesting. Don't you? Like, mm-hmm. where is it coming from? And it's usually from fear. Oh, yeah, of course. Of like something happening. So for instance, maybe it's me needing to do more, you know, in an email, or maybe it's Priya just not wanting to go back home. (laughs) Or maybe it's Sean not wanting to deal with a bill. You know what I mean? Like, what is it that is like, and everyone can make assumptions, but the truth is, is everyone should figure out why they avoid specific actions. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's always a root cause. And so like, you know, with any issue problem or something that exists. What do you avoid? 
Ooh, that's a good question. Let me go on my diatribe because I wanted to, uh, you know, solve everyone's problem. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but I will get back what to what avoid? I avoid. Mm. I'm thinking about that right now as I'm going off about this. <laughs> so, like, you know, there's <laughs> let's sprinkle that cheese, baby. <laughs> <Sprinkle it>. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, when there's a there's always a root cause to avoiding behavior and trying to identify what that is. So when there's you know, a problem that exists, the people that avoid and dig their head in the sand are, mm-hmm. you know, that's ni- like 90% of people are avoidant and they kind of pretend like something doesn't exist and they kind of yeah. leave it to the wayside. And I did that for a long time with my health, mm. uh, you know, with my, you know, just being really kind of avoidant. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can yeah, deal yeah. with this later. I'm still young and so on and so forth. So there's there's that um, aspect of it. Um so you just avoid it completely. And then the second way of dealing with a problem is to control every yes. variable. And you're a yes. control freak. Yeah. Control like, freak. I need to be into this. Like, no, and my they call clients that, only want me. Like, they and, call that reactive avoidance. Reacting. Well, so you're avoidance. almost like reacting well, to it really right away. You're not avoiding it. You're not avoiding it. Not no, really. no, you're reacting to it like right away with anger. As oh, opposed yeah, yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. You're trying to power you're trying over to power it. You're trying over to like, it. And then you're like, oh no, what did I yeah. just do? You're I used to, to be like that. Yeah, so you try to control freak around the problem. <laughs> I, did, I used to be like that. Yeah, you try to... Exactly. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you did. Where, <laughs> and you are. No, no, I'm just kidding. Oh no, I and then there's avoidance noticed. of like, which you do, don't want to get into... <laughs> which is not getting into conflict. You're like, oh, yeah, you, yeah. you avoid I, oh, conflict. That's what I avoid. Yeah, I, right. I, I am a big yeah. conflict avoider. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the um, so we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> so, so, so then you control everything around the problem, but the problem still exists. But yeah. the best way of dealing with things is to understand and understand the truth around the problem and then provide a solution, create a, like engineer a solution, like engineer a, like, a, like the light bulb, like come up with a way to fix it. So like, and that, but you have to be ready to do that. And it yeah. has to be like, you got to get down and get into the roots and take the weed right out. Yes. In the garden. Yeah. 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 That's the reflection today. It's avoiding. Yeah. Avoiding things. I think you have, I think a lot of people just do it because, it, you know, they're overwhelmed or they're, that's, you know what I mean? Like, me. I think that's a yeah. big part is like being overwhelmed or, you know, I think that's most people avoid because of that. But a lot of people avoid like emails a lot. Like that's what she was talking about, which is they avoid like communication. Back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. avoid, you know, a lot of people avoid rejection. You know, they're like if I call all my clients and ask them for lunch, like maybe they're going to say no to me and maybe it's a little bit awkward. Yeah. You know, so they avoid that. Um, a lot of people in our business, a lot of people avoid doing hard work. So they do all the easy stuff. Yes. Uh, and then they yeah. don't actually do the hard work. So like the most important work. So there's this book uh, by Gary Keller uh, mm-hmm. called The One Thing. So that's um, very good. Yeah, book. it's a great book. Oh and it gosh. just kind of sets the so like people write these to-do lists and they're like all these long unimportant things that they do all day and they kind of tick things off and they feel really accomplished. So this book kind of challenges you if you were to only do one thing in your for your business or for your relationship or for your family or for, yeah. like what would that be that's the most important if there, you could only do one thing and that should go right at the top of the list and that's what you should do first. Wow. So it's a, something that, you know, a lot of people do avoid that one thing yes. because um, they don't want to change or they don't want to adapt and they don't want to uh, have a great business. And what's your one thing? So it's funny for business is always uh, getting face to face with people and talking to people. So like, yeah. 
like in the top of my to-do list almost every day is like book three meetings. There's like book two meetings. Oh, like, yeah. Book, and, yes. And meetings. then like with like these four people, like two, three people, like, and then I identify who those people. So it's, it's funny. It'll be like book two meetings. And then it's like, I'll have three people and then I try to book the meetings. Hmm. So like, that's almost always the top thing on Here. my to-do list. Yeah. Because yeah. that's my number one. That's my... Uh, I think it's my strength. It's your strength, yeah. It's my strength is to mm-hmm. meet people physically, like face, face to face, face, connect with people, figure them out. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. help and assist, and you know, even if it's, and you never know. And it's so funny, like sometimes I randomly call people, and they're like, <laughs> "You don't know how much I needed that." Like, oh. like I, I was thinking about you too. Like, I was just like, "Hey, let's like." He's got a holiness to him a bit. Like, what? you know what I mean? A holiness. Like, I think there's a part of Mike that it has like a very deep-rooted like social servant. Like, you know what I mean? Spiritual social servant. <laughs> Spiritual servant. Where people, he can actually, it's not like he's a hero or anything. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm like <laughs> but he can speak to people's like. <laughs> there's like, a Nickelback song, the hero that I'm just like yeah. thinking. Never made it as a wise man. <laughs> there you yeah. go. You're welcome. No, but I think That's you help Corey, people right? get through their yeah. stuff. He helps people get through their, their almost their, themselves, which is important, I think. So yeah. that's what you do. And I think as agents, we do that as well with, you know, with what they're what's happening right now in the market. It's a crisis for some people. People don't yeah. know what to do with their money. They don't mm. know where to go. They don't know when the right move is. They don't, mm-hmm. they're afraid of making a mistake. Like that's what I'm hearing from people is yeah. they don't know what to do. They have no idea. They have, they have so much uncertainty. Yeah. And there's, you know, I think it's something that uh, you'll want to, you know, just understand what your strengths are and like, and like what best you bring to the world. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, then start with that. That's the first thing. And once that's done, then you can do all the rest of the kind of non-urgent, like urgent or non-urgent things that are just kind of like, you know, run of the mill type of stuff. But then, you know, in our business, it's a people business. It's a people so, business. You know, yeah. I always focus on the people. Like, okay, what are the most important things? Like, are these current clients? Or are these future clients? Or are these, you know, people that you can help in, in some ways? Or this, yeah. Is this, a, you know, a referral person? Or so, so on and so forth. So really think about that. And that always goes to the top of the list. Mm-hmm. And something that's not on the top of the list is watching real estate shows. <laughs> and so... <laughs> you too, eh? Hot topic. Hot topic. Yeah, hot topic. So there was... We a, had a guest come in. There was Selling Sunset... The Selling Sunset team... Okay, yeah. ...came into Vancouver, and we're going to talk right. a little bit about yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah. So we thought we would talk about... So Selling Sunset is a show on Netflix, and... Uh, People were talking about it at the office all the time, so I watched a few of the episodes on it. Did you watch it? I've watched Selling Sunset, yes. Oh, yeah? Okay, tell me what your initial... <laughs> She's dabbled. Yeah, so we just thought it would be fun to kind of talk it's a, about... It's a reality show. Yeah, it's a reality yeah. show. But it's scripted. Is it scripted? Yes, it's scripted okay. so reality it's, show. It's a, it's a reality yeah. show. So Selling say. Sunset yeah. is a Netflix reality show about a team of uh, a top-producing real estate company and a, a top-state real estate selling team in uh, California. And basically, you know, their trials and tribulations of, you know, being a realtor and, you know, what it, what it's like. And so we just thought it would be cool to ask the question and have a little bit of a conversation about whether Selling Sunset and other real estate shows in that ilk are uh, positive, positive or, or negative, negative on the, the real, real estate, estate industry. industry. Yeah. Up next. Yeah. 
Well, we're just gonna we're gonna dive right yeah, into it. Okay, right not enough next right now. Diving in. Yeah. So we're, we've obviously done this. Uh, <laughs> we've never done this before. Yeah. <laughs> episode four. I think. <laughs> yeah, I think it's episode one or two. Uh, yeah. So we thought we'd dive into it. What, what is your initial reaction to that? So I would say selling sunset is a was it a net positive in, or a net negative? No, I would say it's a it's it's not a. a a real depiction on what the real estate industry is doing. So it's a net negative. Yes. Okay. And a, but I think for entertainment value for the common folk, it is entertaining and very, you know, I would say addictive because it is very There's lots of drama. There's lots of drama. For lots it. of eye candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eye candy wink, and wink. Yes. <laughs> yes. And the negative to that as well is the sexual depictment of like females as a realtor mm, yeah. as well. And mm. it doesn't help. Yeah, it doesn't help what we're trying to put out there, I yeah, think, as well. Yeah, totally. Right? I, I could see that as well. Yeah. I think there's also a hard... Like, selling something that's different than million-dollar listing. Yeah. Million-dollar listing, I think, is a clearer depiction of what the real estate business is okay. about. I like, like that the most still... popular real estate show is selling sunset right now, yeah. right now. But before yeah. it was it million, was dollar, million listing. dollar listing, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and then right. it switched yeah. to selling sunset. Yeah, and so we had. I, I would say, what about you? What, what do you think about selling sunset? Well, well you I watched it for the first time. I watched it. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes. You know, and I'd like to say. So, I'd like to say <laughs> this is gonna sound really bad, but I'm gonna say it. So, <laughs> like, it's like are zoos a net negative or a net positive to like oh wildlife my conservation? And then like so, but because that's how people get introduced to. Being anim- like in many cases, that's how people get introduced to being conservative, conservatists, like, you know, how children learn about animals and a love for and a passion for them. So like the the uh, the ability for uh, people to be introduced to real estate is something that so I've t- talked to so many of our agents that we have that are in, are in the company and they're so awesome. They're like great people. They're people loving agents. They take good care of the clients. They do really well. But they were introduced to the idea of real estate through real estate shows, through HGTV. Yes, yes, and they're right. like, yes. I always wanted to be a realtor because yeah. I love HGTV. Right. Or like, huh. I, it's just like I love being a chef because I watch the Food Network. Um, yeah. So they, I don't know if it's a net negative because it might be a net positive because it introduces people to a really great concept of having a career in the real estate industry. Now, do, how do they depict that career in the real estate industry? It's in my opinion, very toxic, but it's an introduction to real estate as a as a very uh, important, playful, yeah, playful and important part of uh, like uh, like industry to be a part of, right? Yeah. Mm, okay, so, so I think right. that they are very what they've done in with like 45, 45 minutes of very limited entertainment because it is of what the industry is all about. Yeah. So and- I don't think it's fair for like people that are getting in the industry just think that that's what it is. Right. Because they're not going to get a $12 million listing maybe right outside the gate. If they do, no. that's fantastic. But for the, for the you know, for the shock value, they have to show beautiful homes and appealing and sexualize that because yeah, of that. Yeah, how do you feel about that for being a woman in real estate? Because like there's... I think it's hard that, to that see. Because that setup is like there's like these two kind of... Gentlemen. Guys that are like leading the the real estate team, and then yeah. they, they just kind of hire based. It sounds it appears to be that they just hire based on physical appearance. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think everyone in LA has that look. Right. Yeah, I was going to gonna it. say it's the look is kind of hard to like say that they hire just for that. Okay. But 
what I can say is they did cast a crew that is like more marketable. Yeah. Right. So, which right, is like yeah. beauty. For, beauty. Yeah, because it yeah. is like a show. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, I. I don't know. I. I do think that the image thing, like that, is very. It to me, it seems like L.A. It seems very more like LA. L.A. Yeah. And it also seems very um, Maui or no. very reality TV, right? Like yeah. the the personalities. Like I think that everybody on that show is just awful. Like they're just. It's just so much drama. So much terrible people saying terrible things to each other and all this drama. Right. But that's like every reality TV show, and yeah. that's what sells. Kind of formulaic. Right? Man, it's so again. formulaic. I feel right? like you know but it they want to be stars. The industry. Yeah, they want to be stars, and it was very clear. Like Kershaw was on Dancing with the Stars. Like yeah. you know, like a lot. The one of them was an ex Playboy mate. So like there is, yeah. there are definitely. I think there was one gentleman from Vancouver that actually looked up their sales of their specific, mm-hmm. and they've done like one in their five-year career, wow, right? Yeah. So they're not really actively depicting what that activity is. I think for females, I mean, you know, listen, if you want to wear a low-cut top and be, you know, vivacious, go for it. Actually, yeah. all power to my dear. I love you for it. But I think that there is the, like, the judgment on the script about mm. what people are wearing isn't fair because I think we should support each other. We should celebrate each other. We shouldn't tear people down. And that, yeah. that to me, sets a base on how other women should talk to other women in the industry. Right. So for me, that's like not good. Yeah. And it just kind of like depicts this like show-offy realtor. Yeah. Like lifestyle. Trope. Like, you know, it's kind of like a persona that you, you have to kind of have the... I, I remember being in a meeting with an agent that uh, was... Like, Listen, it's great entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> it is great entertainment. It's, it is. Yeah. It's, it's very... Um, it's like a zoo. Yeah. 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 But like, you know, you have to... You, you don't have to... You know, being an agent and you don't have to... Uh, to do sales and to be taken seriously, you don't have to kind of drive the fanciest car, wear the no, nicest, flashiest you don't. suits. You know, I remember being in a meeting with another like top, top agent uh, who was selling like really luxury properties. And he was almost kind of like living that lifestyle. He, I remember he was in our boardroom. He put his feet on the, I won't say who it is. He put his feet on the table, <laughs> on, on our boardroom table. He's like, Michael, these are Gucci loafers. You know they cost $3,000. I know they cost $3,000. Everyone knows they cost $3,000. And that is why I get the big listings. <laughs> oh and I was like... God. I know who this person is. <laughs> I heard the story. And I was like... I was like... Uh, and then I tucked my feet in. <laughs> I was wearing like... Doc Payless shoes. <laughs> I was like... Ooh. With orthotics in them. <laughs> yeah, with orthotics in them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was like... Uh, and I was like, well, I was like, to each their own, right? And they, each to their own. Yeah, yes, exactly. And, you know, but that's not the entirety of the not, industry, yeah, right? Yeah, that's it's not the entirety of the industry. Percentage. Yeah, but it's humble, kind of, humble. Yeah. Anyways, right. there's a, there's a point of I think you're right. I think you you have to take it with a great assault. That's my number one. Number two, it's great entertainment for people that are just trying to like see nice real estate and to have a drama show, just like the Kardashians. Yeah. Take you it, know what I mean? Yeah, take it with a grain of salt. Take it with a grain yeah, of salt. Yeah, what is, yeah. And then I just, yeah, and I think when you hear like the last part of the cast talking about that whole process of, you know, like how she wasn't allowed on the show because she was pregnant, like those things that I've heard, oh. then that's where I'm yeah. like, it's not okay. And so I, I actually just stopped watching it because I mm, actually think it's like terribly, it, right? like terribly written. So, but other than that, very entertaining. <laughs> right. And 
also that company is doing very well. Like they're going across Canada. They're like they're taking not oh, Canada. Okay. Sorry, they're coming across America. They're taking their offices one by one, and the owners are ambitious, and that's I all to them as well. Like right. you know, to get on a TV show, which I think a lot of brokerages and a lot of companies can do that. They can just hire their own team and start putting them on YouTube and do everything is one thing, but to actually do it is a whole other thing. They're opening up. They're the the insides to yeah, the so general think, public. Just because you don't want to practice your business in the same way doesn't mean you can't respect them. That's like, right. And I, yeah. I do respect I agree. Uh, everyone and how... And and everyone, uh, the consumer gets to make their free choice. Sometimes yeah. like a, a buyer or seller is going to want that type of uh, service. And, you know, so it's always good to kind of think about what you bring to the table, what you bring best to the table. And... That's, you know, that should be where your business, uh, you know, is accelerates, you know, what Definitely. if you're kind of trying to fake something that you're not, then it always kind of does. It never works never out works long out. term. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, never works out. Yeah. But overall, really good show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. But just don't, I don't watch it that often. I like yeah. Million Dollar Listing much better. I feel like uh, it was because Million Dollar Listing was more like about the sales and overcoming yeah, obstacles, obstacles and challenges and yeah. then like, actual I think, real yeah, estate actual real estate yeah. and like selling a big pro like property Product, a project and, like, and they really yeah. showcase the homes of it more but then I think from what I watched in the two or three episodes of Selling Sunset that I watched um, it was like really focused on people and like looks and like yeah. interpersonal, yeah. interpersonal yeah. drama yeah. like this person didn't I think there's yeah. a very limited there's they're not really like they're very limited show on actual real estate itself yeah, yeah. the real estate that is on it is cool it's though really, like, it is cool. really yeah. cool homes yeah cool but homes. that's a that's Again, a pretty small it's percentage a pretty small percentage yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah that i i would say uh net positive okay so you guys can have this debate <laughs> debate amongst yourselves i thought you said net negative net negative yeah that's... net negative so like <laughs> we, you net know negative. Those, there's like uh these sports shows that they debate things remember we talked about that yes i know <laughs> so yeah we're bringing we're that to the table. we're bringing it to the yeah. table of selling sunset guys yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Let us so, know what you think. Yeah. Let us know what reviews. you think on the reviews, or you can message us uh, on our Instagram. But thanks so much for listening to the Oakwood Podcast, guys. If you've enjoyed this podcast, uh, please rate us five out of five on the podcast platform you're listening to it on. Mm -hmm. And if you want to learn more about Oakwood, Morgan, what do we go do? to Oakwood.com/slash/joins and put in that message box "Unite 2023," and you will be reached out to by one of our leaders at Oakwood. Thanks so much for listening, okay, everyone. See you later, guys. Take care.